This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I am Chris Bentliff, and I'm joined today by Brenda Asari. And uh, Brenda is the president and CEO of the Offered Group, which is a consulting solutions firm for nonprofits, which is fascinating. I can't wait to get into that and dig into it. And today we're going to talk about uh, her story and her story uh, with uh, the Alford Group. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, the relationship that you have with ProCFO Partners and Byron Cannelly, who you've been working closely with. And I, I can't wait to learn more. So let's start with, hi, how are you? Tell me about yourself and tell me a little bit about what the Alford Group does. Well, thank you, Chris. And I'm so glad to be here this morning. And I'm, again, Brenda Asari with the Alfred Group. Uh, the Alfred Group is a, well, I can't believe we're going to be 42 years old in September. Now, I wasn't here from the beginning. I've been here for the past 17 years, uh, working with not-for-profits across the country to really help them advance their missions. So organizations who are looking to build new projects, um, build new capital buildings, um, uh, increase their fundraising capacity, uh, think about their future through strategic planning, uh, working with their board to increase their impact and effectiveness, um, staffing. We also work with organizations who might be in between staffing, but they need good development folks to kind of hold down the fort until they're able to bring on a new staff person, which then we um, help them on board as well. Um, so we pretty much cover the spectrum. So any kind of nonprofit, small and large, we work with to help them advance their goals, advance their mission, deepen their impact in communities across the country. We also work with corporations who are also leading with their heart. So they're looking at purpose and profit and looking at the intersection. So we work with corporations to look at how they can more effectively um, interact with not-for-profit organizations and uh, through their volunteer and employee engagement opportunities, as well as sponsoring um, different components of um, organizations' missions. Um, so I've been doing this work at the office now, as I said, for 17 years, uh, seven of which as the president and CEO. Seven of which. So it's been a lot of fun. How do uh, nonprofits know that they need your help? What are they struggling with or what are the <laughs> symptoms of their illness that, that wow, that's so many things. Yeah. Lead them to you. That's such a great question, Chris. Um, organizations seek out the offer group when they they feel they need to build what we call their culture of philanthropy. So they're trying to figure out, um, typically there's a project or a vision that they have and they need to figure out how are we going to fund this? Um, oftentimes it's a big, it's something that they've not done before. We're talking millions of dollars, sometimes even billions of dollars of a big, bold vision. And they need an architect to help them figure out how are we going to fund this? How should we structure ourselves what should be the case for support? Why would someone give us what we would call a transformational gift to um, fuel this vision that we have? So they contact us because they need a partner in helping them to figure out how to advance their dream, how to realize their vision, how to do more good in the world. But they may not understand completely the kind of structure 
they need to have in place, what kind of systems they need to have, what kind of volunteers, who are the volunteers um, who should be sitting around the table and being in the community as ambassadors. And then lastly, how do they effectively engage donors in a way where um, donors feel transformed through their involvement and through their support of the organization? So I kind of see us as kind of the architects of helping organizations figure out how to uh, advance their mission and how to realize their dreams. What a great analogy. I'm literally picturing a blueprint, you know, where... That's exactly right. Somebody's sort of, here's how we can build the thing that you're trying to build and what work and what interesting work. How do you think, especially in the last seven years, if you jump back seven years ago when you became the CEO, uh, what's changed? What's different now uh, than, than back then? And what trajectory... What kind of vector are we headed towards? Where do you think we're going to be seven years from now? Yeah, gosh, you know, when I reflect back to the last seven years, you know, we were really coming out of the last recession, um, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, you know, organizations were um, really hurting because of the economy. Um, we started seeing an upswing starting in 2017, 2018, 19. And then 2019 was the highest year on record at that time for philanthropic giving. We get into 2020 and then COVID hits and everyone's scrambling, trying to figure out what the future is going to look like. The great news is in 2020, we had the highest giving levels in, uh, historically, almost $475 billion that was donated philanthropically, which is the highest on record. So we, I mean, we just see, we saw that we have a very generous country. Um, All households participate, a large percentage, over 90% of households participate in philanthropy. Um, We're seeing even more philanthropy coming out of foundations and donor advised funds, corporations are, um, looking at how they intersect with not-for-profit. So in addition to giving dollars, they're also giving time and professional support. Um, a lot of in-kind. Um, as, as kids went into remote learning, many young people didn't have computers at home. Computer um, Corporations started giving, giving computers, giving um, equipment to help young people still be able to learn remotely. So I just, I, I, what, I, what I'm excited about is we, you know, here in 2021, I, I'm expecting to see even, um, I expect for us to surpass what happened in 2020 because I feel that the economy is different this time than it was in the last recession. And that, you know, 40, um, most high, what we call high net worth individuals, they saw their uh, wealth increase by 44%. So here you you know you you've seen it in the past six months, Mackenzie Scott, you know the dollars that she's given away, almost you know a billion dollars of dollars that she has just pushed into communities that are led by strong you know visionary leaders who are serving communities um, to help communities get stronger across the board, from the arts to healthcare to education to human services. So I'm very optimistic about the next seven years. 
Mm. And, you know, we always try to factor in, you know, when do we think the next recession is, is, is going to happen? And I don't know what, what that's going to look like, but I think that we have so many new people now involved in being generous. I'm hoping that will continue to be um, uh, a, a way that we're going to sustain giving for the long haul, because definitely we're seeing more and more folks being involved philanthropically and, and not only giving money, but also the different ways that you can support an organization. We talk about time, talent, treasure. Well, we're, we're seeing testimony is just as important, especially for organizations that rely on kind of government funding. So having those voices of the community um, as partners and espousing why these dollars are needed and the benefit of the dollars those voices also help unlock government dollars. So in addition to the dollars that we're receiving from private and public um, funders, we're also seeing dollars being unlocked at the national level as well because of the advocacy of individuals. They may not have the dollars, but they have the lived experience that, that adds value to why these dollars are important and the difference that these dollars are making. This is such good news because we've had so much divisiveness uh, in yeah. the last uh, year or so that for you to share that the generosity is uh, is there and is apparent um, is uh, such a hopeful thing and, and you know, such an important thing. And I think um, it really, uh, your work uh, is so dependent on the generosity of others or the work that you're doing for others. Um, it's just such such an important thing. Let's talk a little bit about what you've been going through as a business, what challenges or struggles you guys have been experiencing that uh, that led you to, to working with Byron Cannelly, who is your fractional CFO from Pro CFO Partners. Um, I'm curious what you were experiencing that said, you know, we need a little bit of outside perspective here to help us grow in our own way, to architect our own sort of vision for things. Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com Let me say, Halle and I are Vistage um, colleagues. Um, Vistage is a CEO networking group that meets monthly and in between. And Halle is a part of my Vistage group. And I find her perspective to be one that um, she always brings enlightenment to the conversation, um, is, is data-driven. And I mean, she actually makes, you know, knowing about numbers fun. <laughs> and so that was one of the things that really attracted me when she would talk about pro CFO. I, I felt like, you know what, I want to work. I want to work with, I want to work with a woman who has, who's running a company where it's not just about the numbers, but what's the story behind the numbers. And so I always kept that in the back of my head that if we had an opportunity to bring someone on as a partner, 
she would be the very first person I, I would call. So one of the things that prompted me to call Halle was the fact that my controller um, decided that she was retiring and she meant it this time. We talked about it in the past, but this time she's like, Brenda, I really mean it. I'm, I'm retiring June 30th, 2021. I'm, I'm out of here. And I said, okay. So um, I said, well, you know, I'm not sure if we're going to have someone in place by the time you retire. I think it's a great idea for this is a great the timing is great because now we can look at what are some of those best practices or practices that we need to put in place as we think about what we need next for the firm. I know what the past looked like and, and, and Kathy had been a wonderful trusted partner. I also felt it was an opportunity for us to kind of re-scope that position. I currently have two people working, we call our finance area. It was an opportunity for us to kind of take a look at to see what are we missing and um, what should we be looking for in a new controller? Should we look at uh, bringing on a CFO? Should we look at a controller? I need help in, in determining what we need going forward. And that's when I reached out to Halle, just saying that this transition um, was, was about to happen in the next nine months. And wanted to seek out support from pro CFO partners to help us think about the future and, and how we could really um, leverage our finance area as a strategic driver for our business and not just a transactional kind of operations, which it, it had been operating in that frame where it was, it was transacted. We had great transactions. They were great but I really wanted it to be more of a strategic partner to help us achieve our strategic goals for the firm as well. Brenda's been sharing about Holly Fardy, who is a co-founder and managing partner of ProCFO Partners and is the smartest person in the room, in any room she's in. And so what kind of outcomes have you been seeing? What sort of, uh, how has it exceeded your expectations? How have things changed or gone differently for you as a result of working with Holly and Byron and ProCFO Partners? Well, certainly from the beginning, once Halle and I had that conversation about what I was looking for, she says, now, Brenda, this isn't going to be like the typical interim staffing engagement that you might might have thought. Um, so we need to step back and I need to know your vision. And I'm like, my vision? I'm like, Hallie, I just want to know that the books are done right, correct. Um, I don't have to question it. What are we missing? But she's like, but why, why, why is that important? Why as an organization, what is it that you are looking to accomplish as an organization? Because your numbers tell a story and your numbers is more than just the numbers. It's what's behind the numbers that then drives your focus, drives your energy, drives you toward what's, what's out for the next five years. Where do you want to be? And so it really kind of set me back on my heels because it felt like, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting into strategic planning. This is not exactly, I want to do strategic planning because our plan ended in 2020 and I'm like, we're going to do it in 2021. And I, I sat back and I'm like, you know what? I believe all things are in good order. We need to be thinking about this. I, it's not just hiring pro CFO to do a budget, but we really want to have a five-year view to what, where the organization is going and how we cannot get there by mistake 
but get there in a planful way. And so we started out with me going back to my executive team and saying, you know, we're, we need to spend some time thinking about what is our vision. We're starting strategic planning now. <laughs> it's earlier than we anticipated, but Hallie is pushing us. And that's the only way she's going to work with us is if we have our vision of where we want to go as an organization and think about that as a five-year trajectory. Interesting. And that's how we got started. And um, I'm so grateful that she did that and, and not just turn it in, in, into a, you know, one and done where we have someone who's counting the dollars and not really helping us to think smart, you know, more strategically in a smart way about how we do our business. So ultimately, that's what I've gained from working with Halle and Byron is looking at how do we do our business because it's showing up in the numbers. Hmm. Has it occurred to you that in some ways, Halle and Byron and ProCFO Partners are doing for you what you do for your clients, helping them? Yes, and I realized what a terrible client I was. (laughs) 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 I I identify with some of our clients when we tell them to do things and they're like dragging their feet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm, I'm my client here. It was a rude awakening, but hey, we yes, all it was. We all face these moments where we're better for it on the other but, side. But but then once I got with the flow, I realized just as I, you know, when I think about our clients, I, I think about it from the standpoint, if our clients do what we ask them to do, they will come out at a place that they never even envisioned. They will be stronger, sustainable. They have a culture that works operationally. Um, they have staff that understands why they're going in in a certain direction. And so it's like laying the bricks, laying that foundation. And, and, and once I got over the initial, I realized that's what I wanted for our firm. I wanted our firm to be smart on every level, not just on the client level, but operationally, we needed to be smarter. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I, I realize I'm like, if I just listen to Halle and to Byron, we're going to go so much further. That's why we brought them in, because they know more about this than we do. And they've seen it in other places. And we have greatly benefited from Halle and Byron bringing learnings from other sectors into my firm. So we're learning. We're learning about what's going on not just within professional services, but also what's going on in other private companies and public companies. And what are those best practices that we can incorporate as a part of our now operational stream? And you know what it says about a lot about you as a leader, uh, as as the president and CEO, to be self-aware, to be uh, willing to take uh, maybe uh, in your mind a bit of a risk. Look, this isn't quite what I thought. It's even better, but I need to wrap my mind around it. Um, and to be flexible and adjustable and realize that for your own trajectory to go where you want it to go, it might mean doing things differently than you were used to or that you expected you would have to do. But inevitably, I love your, your, you know, your perspective that all things come in good time. Um, when you bring the right people, the right minds together, only good can come of it. And I think that that's a, a powerful position to have. It's great to feel that you have a partner in this work. I agree, especially financial functions. 
we're not all designed for it. Uh, you know, we're visionaries or we're creatives or we're people, uh, you know, centric or we're communication centric. And the idea of crunching numbers, at least for me, is the last thing I'm interested in. And it's so great, as you point out, when you find somebody like Halle who lives and breathes this stuff and who finds it so invigorating and investigating it is, is so interesting for her and then can bring those skill sets. It's great to have a partner. It's almost a relief in some ways. It is, it is almost a relief. It is a relief, not almost. It is. One of the things that I've learned from Byron, we, we, we've been doing a lot of data crunching, looking at our services, looking at our margins, which is something that we never had done before in terms of what is it actually costing us to deliver services to really inform better decision making. So Byron talks about this continuum of going from data um, to understanding, to knowledge, and then to action. We had data, but we didn't know how to use it. And so he's helping us figure out how do, you, now, how do we use this information? Now that we know this, now what? How does it inform strategy? How does it inform how we approach developing new lines of services or even looking at existing lines of services and looking at our pricing structures? So it's been it's been like it's been it's like it's been like going back to get my MBA. I have an MBA. My concentration was marketing. I did take some accounting classes. I was glad to have them, you know, be over. But I feel like I'm getting steeped in an MBA program, and it feels good because it's rel it's relevant. It's relevant to my company, and it's relevant to how we work each and every day. So I'm very grateful for this. Um, a, a additional executive um, education that I'm receiving, all things financial. Brenda, thanks for being so generous with your time and experiences this morning. It's just been fantastic to get to know you uh, and offer a little bit. Brenda is at offer.com. And um, please check it out. They're just, it's an incredibly uh, talented organization. It is a woman and minority owned, 42 years. It's tremendous. Congratulations. And thanks uh, for sharing a little bit more about you and your company with us this morning. Thank you so much, Chris. And I encourage your listeners to check out our website. We have some really good tools. So if you're on a board or you're trying to help an organization um, get better, we have some great um, resources for you on our website, some toolkits. And we also, we're doing a lot of work around equity-centered philanthropy. So again, approaching our work with the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and making your organization better for it. So thank you so much, Chris, for this time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.